Hey, you guys, how you doing? This is Heidi St. John. Welcome to Off the Bench with Heidi St. John. Today is Wednesday. This is episode number 987. This is August the 27th, you guys. We have almost made it to the end of August. Uh, I'm going to take your questions today and also kind of bring you up to speed a little bit about what the Lord's doing in my heart. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. So thanks for tuning in today, you guys. Really appreciate it when you leave reviews for the show over at iTunes. Uh, We read those, and I know that a lot of you have been uh, leaving them over there for a while. We also read the nasty ones, so uh, those are there too. (laughs) But I wanted to encourage you, if you haven't done that yet, uh, please leave reviews for the show over at iTunes. It encourages us for one thing, and it also really helps us to... Uh, get the word out about the podcast and let other people know what's going on. Uh, It's interesting to me. There was a lady who uh, left a a review over there recently and, uh, and she said, you know, she, she didn't like me, whatever. Uh, She said, you know, um, I listened to, well, I'm going to read her review because I think it's important. I, this is a good conversation to have, right? She said, I just listened to Heidi rant about the importance of policy over person. She describes Biden's terrible policies that benefit the poor and bring economic justice to those who have been economically disadvantaged for centuries, but says nothing about Trump's policies that punish free speech, harm immigrant families, and keep the status quo for black Americans at the hands of police brutality and trample the poor. If that's her politics, fine, but don't sign out your podcast in the precious name of Jesus, whose kingdom is described by his mother. I'm going to stop right there because she kind of goes on and on. You guys, when we vote for a president, we're actually not voting for a human being. We're voting for a platform. We are voting for policies. And so when this woman describes the policies that I have criticized of Joe Biden, who would rip an unborn baby from its mother's womb at up to nine months gestation, and for all we know, infanticide, even a few hours after birth, this is a person who repeatedly has uh, shown his disdain for police, and they are not condemning the violence that's happening in our nation right now. And if we're going to talk about policies, I can sit here all day long and talk to you about why I appreciate and will vote again for the policies of Donald Trump. Someone emailed me the other day and said uh, that they were disgusted with President Trump because he has not denounced homosexuality. And they asked me if I believed that Donald Trump is a Christian. And I, I don't know that he's a Christian. In fact, if you were to ask me, I would say, no, I don't think he is a Christian because I've never actually heard him say, I am a born again Christian. That's what I would expect from anyone who was a born again believer. The fact that Donald Trump is pro homosexual marriage doesn't surprise me at all. I know a lot of, so a lot of Christians who are very progressive. I would completely disagree with them. But culturally right now, uh, Rob Bell nailed this years ago when he said the church is totally has totally embraced uh, homosexuality. And so why are we surprised that Donald Trump would? I, I, some of the logic behind some of this, and people tell me but they can't vote for somebody who uh, isn't Christian enough, except for we're voting for a platform, not a person. We're voting for a worldview. And the worldview that we vote for in November is going to either be communism and socialism, or it's going to be capitalism. It's either going to be uh, more government overreach, or it's going to be freedom. 
And uh, if if things are difficult now, I think they're going to be much more difficult under the leadership of Joe Biden, who frankly wouldn't surprise me at all if this guy's just a placeholder for somebody else. But that's another podcast. Anyway, I do read all that to say. I do read the reviews that you guys leave. Uh, we've been allowing you guys to leave uh, voicemails for us, which we really appreciate. And it's fun to play those. And we're going to continue to do that. So when we do that, we also open ourselves up to people calling and cursing and all the other things. And it's very interesting to me what's happening right now because of the culture that we live in and this sort of darkness that has fallen over our country and over the world. Uh, a couple of days ago, I think it might have even been last week at this point, I announced that I would be leaving the platform that is Facebook. I've been over there for 11 years. I've built a tremendous following over there. I really love, uh, I love being over there. I love doing Facebook lives, but the fact of the matter is they are constantly deleting my things or telling me I'm lying. They're covering a post with a blanket of shame because they don't want discourse. And so because I'm not allowed anymore to say what's on my mind without being censored by the uh, thought police over at Facebook, I have decided to move my platform. I tried to move it to all social. And as you guys know, that didn't work out very well because just as we were making this really great transition, uh, transition rather, all social went belly up and nobody, even the staff, even the people that work for them didn't see it coming. And so that set us back a little bit. We decided after looking at all the options right now, we're going to go ahead and try to move the platform over to Parler. I can really only handle one social media platform at a time. I'll continue to be on Instagram until they go the way of Facebook, which they eventually will because they're owned by Facebook. Uh, but I wanted to talk to you guys about it because I've heard from so many of you who have said, please don't leave the social media platform that's Facebook. It's the biggest one that you have and you're just giving in and you're giving them what they want. Well, I see it differently. I see it kind of like, you know, when uh, Target made its decision five years ago to stop making their bathrooms a safe place for women and girls. I said, I'm not going to shop at, at Target anymore. And I haven't. I think I've been there maybe three times in the last five years because I don't want my money to support someone who is blatantly uh, hurting and putting little girls and women in harm's way. I understand that we can't target, uh, target, well, that was Freudian, we can't target all of these organizations. But when we have the opportunity, or if it just gets to be too much, it kind of is the only thing to do. And so I encourage you guys to get away from Netflix. It took me forever to unhitch my wagon from Netflix's star because I just love the service. But the shows are vile on there. And the same thing is true of Disney, who is now uh, promoting an openly bisexual cartoon character, who a woman who is trying to romance a young girl, a little girl. She couldn't have been more than 12 years old. And that was just kind of it for me. So we kind of been pulling back from Disney for a while, but we got Disney Plus because I really do love all the old Disney movies. And we've watched them with our kids. We've watched, oh my goodness, we watched Pollyanna just the other day. We watched The Sound of Music with our kids. Uh, but I can no longer give them my money every month. And so we canceled Disney Plus. Painful. It's painful for me not to uh, be over at Facebook because that's where a huge majority of people that follow me are over there. I will still be there on occasion. If something really important happens, I'll do a Facebook Live over there. But for the most part, I'm going to record my videos and put them up at Parlor. 
and work harder at getting the podcast out to you on the regular. The other thing that I wanted to talk to you guys about in all honesty, because there's a lot, I mean, you know, tens of thousands of you that listen to this podcast and I very rarely talk about my, um, I very rarely talk about what's happening with me and what's happening in my family because of COVID-19. But I realized something, and I, I guess this is just a moment for me to just sort of come clean. I realize that I have said things that have made you guys mad. Like I call the Rona a scamdemic. And I know you guys don't, I know some of you at least don't like that. I think it is a scamdemic. I realize that some of you don't think that way, and I appreciate that. I, I had a woman come in, into my office the other day. I talked to her for quite a while and about what's going on with the Rona and what I've seen it do across the nation. And I, I guess I, I want you guys to hear my heart because I'm not going to stop talking about this. My heart is breaking, literally breaking for what's happening in the church right now, for what's happening in our nation. Uh, I had a, a really important uh, event that I was at a, a couple of days ago, and I went to shake the hand of the person, one of the people who was there, and he jumped, you know, six feet away from me, and he said, you know, hey, let's just be safe. And uh, a couple of hours later, same thing happened again. I'm not used to not interacting with people, and I don't like what it's doing to us, and I don't like that we're we're afraid of each other for a virus with a 99.9% survival rate. Uh, it it seems satanic to me, honestly. I mean, I think that what's behind this is demonic at its core, but I also realize that I want to temper my speech. And so I think what you hear from me is this passion and this sadness and this incredible sorrow that I feel over watching what's happening to pastors who refuse to open their churches and people who are living in this constant state of fear. And, uh, talking to a couple of you, and I really do listen. I want you guys to hear this from me. Um, I've just really felt like the Lord said, you know what? There's so much fear and I have an opportunity to speak life and to temper my words. And I want to do that. I want to temper my words. I'm not going to stop saying what I think about it. Um, and I'm not going to stop calling it the Rona, <laughs> but I am going to be more careful with how I talk about COVID and I know that some of you guys disagree with me, which I appreciate, but here there's something else I want you guys to talk about. We are not talking about the very real financial implications. I know I've, I've talked about a little bit over here, but you guys, here's the reality of my life, Heidi St. John's life. I've had 95% of my income stripped away from me because of the Rona. So that's 95% of my income. That means I can't be out there selling books. I don't know if you guys know this, but a lot of the publishers in the very beginning of, of COVID-19, uh, Amazon sold out of my books, Barnes and Noble sold out of my books. So I called the publisher, hey, how come my books aren't in store? Because I, I can't be out on the road making a living anymore and I really need to sell books. Well, the governor of Illinois said that publishers were not essential. And so they couldn't ship the books anymore. And... I guess what you guys hear in my voice is just, it's sorrow for the country, but it's also a tremendous burden that my husband and I are carrying over the loss of our income. And it's real. It's real. And so when I talk about it, I'm not, I'm not talking about it as somebody who isn't in the middle of this thing. I'm absolutely in the middle of it. And it's very real what's happening. And my heart is, is, um, 
kind of in this very tender place, I guess. I mean, I, I feel you guys as a podcast audience who I've been talking to for years. We've been here for what, almost eight years now. We're coming up on a thousand episodes of the podcast. And this is something I love to do. But I just want you guys to know that, that how this has affected me on a very, very personal level. And I've been trying to write a book in the middle of it, trying to uh, find words that will encourage you guys. And the Lord has been encouraging me to uh, lean in even closer to him. I read, uh, I was in First Corinthians the other day and I read First Corinthians chapter one. And this verse uh, stood out to me. This is verse 21. It says, since God in his wisdom saw to it that the world would never know him through his through human wisdom, he has used our foolish preaching to save those who believe. And I read it and just tears coming down my face and I put my hands up and I said, Lord, thank you that you can use even me. You can use even my sorrow, my brokenness. The honesty of the Apostle Paul really resonates with me because God knows that we can't do this without his wisdom. Human wisdom is never going to be enough for the task of motherhood. It's never going to be enough for us as we try to get through the sing with the Rona. It's never going to be enough as we try to navigate a very contentious election that's coming up. We need God's word and we also need to give each other grace. And so as this woman was sitting in my office and I realized, you know, she was surprised to see the uh, emotion coming from me, surprised to see my tears. And I think maybe I haven't done a good job of explaining kind of where I am in all of this. I know some of you guys think that I must love, you know, confrontation and I must really just you know, must be the strongest, most bold. I'm not actually. I don't know how President Trump's doing what he's doing. I mean, I really don't. I don't know how you take day in and day out people telling you that you're stupid and wishing you were dead and setting things on fire in the country just to make a point. I, I don't, I'm praying for him. I hope you guys are praying. But the, but the truth of the matter is that the ramifications, the, the effects of COVID-19 are real. And I wish we were talking more about it. I wish we were talking more about the people that have lost their livelihoods and the people that have lost their jobs and the people that have had to close their businesses and the people who have lost loved ones to suicide and the people who are on, who are dependent on alcohol and drugs now because they're just trying to get through this thing. And a lot of them don't know the Lord. And you guys, I don't know what I would do right now if it wasn't for the Lord. I really don't. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I believe that we are living in incredible times. We are, we are living in what could possibly be the most incredible time that I can remember in my lifetime for, for certain. And I realize I've only been alive for, you know, 51 years, but still, uh, we're watching some incredible things happen, but the cost is real. And so I guess, uh, I wanted you guys to hear my heart today. I wanted you I talked to this person who jumped away from me and made me feel like I was nothing more than a virus. And I want you guys to hear my heart. When I talk about the Rona and why I just say, take 
off your mask. It's because of the damage that we are doing wearing masks is going to far exceed any damage that COVID-19 could ever even possibly do. The social uh, fallout from this, the emotional damage that's being done is going to be catastrophic. We are not born to be socially distanced from each other. We are born for community. And so, I mean, I've had my heart broken more times. I I told you guys, my trip across the country was absolutely heartbreaking. I wish I had better news for you guys today. I mean, I'd love to get on here and just, woo, shot in the arm. But we could use your prayers over here. And we we really could use your uh, prayers for the Homeschool Resource Center, for what my husband and I are doing. Uh, for our family, as we try to sort of pick up the pieces that are left of uh, of a career that we've spent 15 years building. And I'm not saying it's never going to come back, but honestly, we've learned it's very, very easy to scare people and very, very hard to unscare them. And uh, a lot of my friends who make a living out on the circuit, no one's talking about uh, the people who aren't speaking anymore and aren't aren't earning a living through speaking fees and honorariums and things like that. But we're also not talking about the people that set up the sound equipment for those places and the, the people that um, they get the venues going. Uh, it's just, it's a devastating thing that's happening right now. And I would like to talk about it in, in those very real terms. And when we look at each other and all we see is a virus or a potential threat to our own health and safety. And when I read things like what I read uh, the other day, this, um, this so-called Christian statement on science for a pandemic times, you guys, I'm, I'm weeping that we think that because of our faith in Jesus Christ, we should get vaccinated. It's like we, we don't know the Bible at all. We don't know God's heart at all. And so I guess I'm asking just for prayer. We'd love to hear from you. A lot of you guys have been sending cards. We really appreciate that. Um, our address, let me just give it to you really quick because I know, I know you're going to ask. It's 11100. Northeast, 34th Circle, Vancouver, Washington, uh, 98682. And I mean, you guys can certainly, you can reach out to us. You know how to do it. HeidiStJohn.com forward slash mailbox Monday. You can reach out to me there. Uh, you can find me at Parlor. You're going to continue to find me here at the podcast. And I'm going to, as long as the Lord gives me breath, I'm going to, I'm going to talk about what he's doing and what he's doing in my life and what's going on in the country. I'm, I'm interested in all of it where faith and the culture intersects, which really is everywhere because our faith should be a faith that speaks. The Bible says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. We're going to disagree on things. We're going to disagree on the Rona, but I hope that we could agree that what the adversary is doing to us through the masking of our of our faces and through the the social distancing and all of those things, this is not of the Lord. It is not. It's not. And so I hope that you'll forgive me as you've heard passion in my voice uh, and sorrow. And just like you guys, I'm trying to, I'm trying to walk through it. I'm trying to walk through it and, and be uh, the CEO of an organization and be the host of a podcast and be, the wife of my favorite human being in the whole wide world and shepherding the most amazing children in the whole wide world. I know that you guys think your kids are amazing, but we'll have to argue about that another time. (laughs) 
But I, I do believe that God's at work and I am going to continue to tell you what I actually think is going on. And I'm also asking the Lord to help me do it in such a way that I don't alienate people because of my passion. And so I do think that it was a, it was a right criticism. I, and I heard it and I said, I'm going to, I'm going to temper my speech, but I want you guys to know, and I'm just asking for prayer just as, you know, I'm just a person. And so just asking for prayer, uh, for my husband and myself, for our children, for the ministry here, uh, for the financial provision. And I know God will provide, and he is doing that. And, uh, and we trust him. You trust him. And I hope you guys will hang in there with me. And I hope you'll continue to pray for our nation and for what God's going to do. Um, I'm going to be over again. Like I told you, I'll be over at, I'm, I am going to be moving away from Facebook relatively quickly. At some point, I will probably shut the whole page down. Um, I've already downloaded all my images off of there, mostly because it's too much of a temptation. It's like, you know, trying to, I, I don't want to give Facebook my money anymore. And really all of you people who are on Facebook, you're just a commodity to them. Uh, you're a way to make money. And I know it's rough, but we're going to have to make some choices. So one way that um, we're going to be working more together here at MomStrong International is I'm going to be taking back over the writing responsibilities there. I'm super excited about that, actually. I'm going to start in October with a study on the book of Revelation. And uh, hopefully going to be teaching it live here in Vancouver. And I'll, I'll give you more information about that as the as the time gets a little bit closer. But if you're not a member at MomStrong International, I want to just encourage you to do it. Uh, we're, you don't have to be a mother to uh, be a member over there. What we're doing basically is trying to encourage anybody that has influence in the life of a child. This is an incredible time. And another reason why I'm just so, so against the masks is I just, I see the fear that it is uh, instilling into our children. And you guys, we either believe that our days have been ordained for us or we don't. We either believe, do we really think that we're going to do anything especially something like this, it's going to stay, uh, stay the Lord's decision, whether or not he'll take us home. My grandma used to say, you know, either you, you believe his faithfulness or you don't, either you believe he's good or you don't, either you believe he's going to take care of you or you don't. And the way that we respond to situations like that absolutely, uh, is determining what our children are, how our children are going to see God. And that's the truth. So I hope you guys will join us over at uh, MomStar International. I was going to answer some questions today, but obviously I'm out of time. So uh, I thank you guys for listening to this. I know it's not my normal podcast. And uh, and I, I just thank you guys for your grace and for your prayers and uh, for you continuing to walk with us together as we follow the Lord. Stay faithful, everybody. We sure love you. And we appreciate uh, we appreciate your prayers and your support. We'll catch you tomorrow. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.